Hello and welcome back to Ten of the Chamber, a Studio Trigger retrospective podcast. And we are here with episode nine of Kill La Kill. Here once again, of course, with Marshmallow and Eros. And here we have the first fight of the King of the Hill final battle election selection tournament arc, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Ryu go has to fight Hank Hill or King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. But uh, no, she is actually going to fight against uh, Gamagori here in this first fight. Uh, the first fight of which is not going to begin until uh, 1 p.m. when it's currently like 8 a.m. Uh, yes. <laughs> within within the episode, and I love. Uh, I completely forgot um, this particular moment of Gamagori being bigger than everyone. Is that he literally becomes so big that he has to point at the timer below, like the stage <laughs> that 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 rose up <laughs> from the ground. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. It's fantastic. Just this running gag of Gamagori being so large whenever he just wants to be. <laughs> I guess and when the story call for it, it just he's just large and nobody points points to it at all or notices. It's just, big. normal. This is how things are. It's just they are. The it's, <laughs> it's it's very it's very good. <laughs> I I absolutely love it. I also love how episode eight ended with Ryuko transforming, and then it was for nothing because she detransforms <laughs> <laughs> like right in the start of this one. <clears throat> It's yeah, like, oh, just, there's gonna be a huge fight, and then never mind. It's like, no, we gotta, yeah, we gotta wait for that, you know, because uh, there's, <laughs> there, there's some stuff to kind of go through before we get into uh, into these fights, which are gonna take up the next uh, couple episodes for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. But at least here in the beginning, uh, we have uh, Mako and Yuko eating lunch together once again. Yeah, very cute. Um, but then uh, Mikisuki basically telling Ryuko to not fight the Elite Four like one at a time because you know because she she's not gonna win. That's the reason that he gives Ryuko, of course. Um, but then his reasonings for him not wanting Ryuko to fight are made a bit more clear, you know. But of course Ryuko being Ryuko is not gonna take that shit and is just gonna say I'm gonna kick all these dudes' asses and I'm gonna figure out why the fuck my dad died. And that's kind of just making her appear more confident in herself than before. And this whole event is basically kind of treated as just this big kind of like sporting event around uh, around Honoji Town, to the point where Mako's family has to go to a uh, to a TV shop to try and watch <laughs> to try and watch what's going on. Uh, just another small thing I noticed was the TV shop being named Stardust Electronics, which I mean. <laughs> Forgive me for being an anime person, but might be a JoJo reference uh, specifically JoJo to uh, one moment in in uh, Stardust Crusaders where they have to use a TV to like fight one of the one of the stand users. But yeah, for the most part, this episode is really just the highlight big fight between Ryuko and Gamagori. We finally see more of Gamagori's uh, actual proper like uniform battle forms. Which has which has two forms, as we figured out in the last episode. The first one being him literally just bound in like leather straps. I think <laughs> it's like a cocoon of bandages. I remember something like that. It, it might as well be leather straps. Ryoko being pretty smart and paying attention to what was going on in the last episode is like, well, I'm not going to attack you directly because you're going to get more powerful if I do that. But of course, Gamagori has a backup plan for that and just literally starts whipping himself in order to yeah. get him to his uh, his more stronger form. <laughs> Again, like I 
don't understand i don't understand like people kind of reading yuko's being like very hot-headed and not really having a plan when fighting when she did have an initial plan to kind of go into this fight um and also here we get another flashback for gamagori and and uh, basically we have him confronting satsuki on his graduation day uh, as he's wearing a full plate of armor that his family made for him since they work at a ironworks factory something like that and and he promises to her that uh, that he will not kneel to her. He will not. He will not. He will not be defeated by her, and he will not kneel. Which uh, Satsuki is successful in defeating him, but he literally does not fall to his knees for her, or tries at least very hard to not do so. Which again is very much highlighting how much Satsuki cherishes uh, resolve above everything else. And Gamagori has a lot of that. Even though it wasn't initially for Satsuki, it was more for himself. But she admired that enough to where she wanted to join forces with him. Or basically have him follow her. And I thought it was really cool to, to show that once again and building on top of what was presented in the previous flashback. Yeah, I agree. My only notes for like this flashback are just like two little bullets that say he, him big. And the next one says, he fucking big he's very <laughs> big like his his one finger of him is the bigger than sasuke's whole arm <laughs> yeah just just because she, she she reaches out a hand to like you know basically he'll pick him up but he's just so large he only so she only grabs like his one like index finger you know that's such a beautiful shot i love that shot of sasuke just shaking his one finger i really like i, I really like this um flashback sequence i think it's good I like the cherry blossoms in in this um, flashback because cherry blossoms are kind of like a symbol of spring, of new beginnings. And I guess it is a graduation, so it makes sense. But I really like the symbolism there that it's starting a new kind of road in life for Gamagori. Yes, to... uh, This basic symbolism, but I appreciate it. And it's pretty. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, even like the most simplistic way of like representing something can be done very well if done like beautifully. And this is very. Mm-hmm. It's a very good example of that. That he is naturally just somebody with a lot of uh, resolve, just naturally. But being with Satsuki, that just kind of increases tenfold. And in a way, like she gives him motivation and purpose. That like his resolve is is like useful for something. That he has something to protect. Um, and aside from that, we still get more of this fight uh, between Gamagori and Ryuko, which is very much Ryuko trying to just figure out how to exactly get uh, get past his basically very defensive fighting style in order to get uh, to the um, to the life fiber that's in his uniform. Actually, before the beginning of the fight, Saketsu is thinking, and we kind of not- are notified of that by him just basically going hmm like making this sound like a thinking <laughs> and Rico is just wondering like do you have an idea and he's and he's like yeah and like for a little bit like I think throughout the fight he's just trying to piece things together figure out what how to exactly expose a weakness in this very like defensive fighting style I really like how th- there's like a lot of build-up to what Senkits does because you see in episode 8 that he, he sees Gamagori's two-stage transformation with his Goku uniform and he finds that interesting. And there's like there's a focus on that, but it's not it's not super overt that he's going to do something with it. And then in this episode, it kind of continues with that. And I think it's just really built up 
really nicely and i like that and i like any focus on saying kids because i love him (laughs) (laughs) yeah and again like yeah i feel like this is like as much like uh agency as he's had in like the fights is like so far like a lot Mm -hmm. of how he and ryuko have managed to get to get through these fights uh, ryuko's kind of been like doing a lot more of the thinking but Mm -hmm. here he you know he has like his idea and 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 i love it i really i really love um his plan because when he tells Ryuko his plan, she, well, she doesn't even really tell her. He's just like, I have an idea. And he's like, Can I take it from here? And Ryuko's like, Yeah, sure, go for it. She just totally trusts him to do uh, to do this plan. And when it comes out to like doing the plan where Sekhets is like biting on Gamakori's whips, and Ryuko just does it too. She just goes for it. Like Sekhets doesn't even tell her what he's planning, and she, she just goes for it. He, they, I think it's so cute and funny. So he, much, <laughs> yeah, so much trust into something that's very much very risky plan that he pretty much mm-hmm. has to basically go make sure that like they're trapped inside of Gamagori's first form being like the big whip cocoon and they and they and the moment that they're in they basically transform inside of him and but it's not just any transformation it's a brand new one which i fucking really love um which Power is uh, called mm. Senketsu uh, Senjin, Senjin, which is yeah. just Senketsu that's really spiky, and also Ryuka <laughs> uh, has Wolverine claws. It's really cool. <laughs> I yeah. absolutely love it. You know, it's it definitely does feel like around that time another like another big inspiration for a lot of sugar animes is uh, Tokusatsu. That's kind of like Japan's big superhero genre stuff, like um, like Common Rider. Uh, like Super Sentai, um, Gado, and Ultraman, stuff like that. You know, Ultraman's a bit more of kaiju, but you know, we'll get into that more with, uh, <laughs> with Gridman. Um, but for this one, uh, because it's very common trope in Tokusatsu's to have the the main character go through several transformations and get different power ups as the story progresses. Um, because one, it is is mainly to sell toys for for that genre, uh, but two, also just to just to change things up for each character and give them like a whole new like different design, different abilities. I really like that they that they brought over that trope here by having mm-hmm. you go get this new form. It's really cool. Yeah, I think symbolically it's also representing Ryuka and Senketsu getting stronger and evolving together, which I think is sweet. I think that it's sweet that there's a, you know, like a little representation of their bond getting closer. And uh, the manga adaptation, I'm going to talk about the manga again. (laughs) Sorry, I keep bringing it up, but I think it's a little interesting uh, because there's a part in this episode where Gamma knocks Ryuko and Senkesu off the stage and Ryuko catches herself with the scissor. Um, and in the manga, when this happens, that's when Senkesu tells her the plan and they're whispering to each other and Gamagori's like, what are you whispering about? And she's <laughs> like, we're discussing battle tactics. And I thought that was really cute. And I, I, I kind of like that. I don't know if I like it better because... Because in the anime, they don't really seem to talk about the plan. They just go for it, which I really like because Ryuko just trusts Senkitsu so much that she goes for it. But I really like that they're talking about it in the manga and that Gamagori calls her out on it because a lot of people don't actually call her out for talking to Senkitsu. Well, they can't hear Senkitsu. That's the thing. So they yeah, just think that she's whispering the- to herself. <laughs> yeah, but like Hakodakte is like, 
you know, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're talking, talking to her uniform. This is weird. And it doesn't really come up that much after that. So I, I yeah. like that the manga brought it back. But I also like how the anime does it. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I do really like this fight. I think it's I think it's good. Like at the end yeah. of the episode, like it's uh as a uh, the teacher guy Mitsugi, yeah, that's his name. Mitsugi's watching the fight and he's gets concerned. He's like, Uh oh, I think and it's like it's planting the seeds for like the next string of episodes that involve Ryuko, like Ryuko and Sengetsu getting more and more powerful. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. this is a very, like, sudden thing to happen. Well, not really sudden, but, like, you know, getting this new form just sort of out of nowhere. Definitely, like, sh- it shows m- that they are getting a lot more powerful. Their bond is becoming much more stronger, that they can just manipulate the suit to do stuff like this. You know, you can't really do that, or, like, the uh, or like at least the, the student council members, the Elite Four, they can't really do that with their uniforms because, you know, they don't, it's not completely made up of life fibers. So, like, they have their own forms that it fits them very well, but it's just, it's not as strong of, like, a affinity or connection that uh, Ryuko and Saketsu have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so with this new form, they, they defeat Gamagori, and uh, another thing I wrote down that I thought was really cute was um, basically after defeating oh, him, yeah. um, Ryuko um, saying that pos- that positive outlook is what I love about you, Senkatsu. That's it's so cute. Very so cute. Very cute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so much is just making their bond get much more stronger, which um, after that, of course, getting a bit more darker. And you know it's darker because <laughs> all the colors are sucked out again. Gamagori's basically disgraced in his defeat so badly that he is about to kill himself. Which is just such a whiplash of like major just tonal shifts just out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, which then Satsuki stops him from doing that and tells him that it is too early to accept defeats and also tells him to wipe to wipe away his tears. Uh, which is the is, yeah. name of the episode. Yeah. Um, go ahead. That seems so sad to me. Because Sasuke knew exactly what he was going to do. And I, I just think that's that's really... It's really sad to me. It's kind of like the Uzio episode again where she pushed someone that she does genuinely care about into this position mm-hmm. where he would yeah. kill himself for her, basically. And that it, that's uncomfortable. I think yeah. that's uncomfortable. It, it is. I feel yeah. like it's a very Japanese thingy. Yeah. Yeah, where, you know, if... You know, you you fail in doing what you feel like your purpose mm-hmm. is that you know that you have no reason to go on. It, it's very yeah. dark, you know, in mm-hmm. sad way, like looking at it. But you know, but but Sasuke at least showing that she does have some compassion for for her friends is mm-hmm. able to mm-hmm. to stop him and convince him to to keep going. Yeah, it's just so sad to me that she knew she knew. She, yeah, because she was yeah. she was watching from above, and like you know, the fact that she came in to to save him that means a lot. I think. Yeah. No. Don't have time to let that sink in as we got to get to uh, the next fight, which we mm-hmm. will talk about in the next episode. As I warned in the previous episode, uh, it is going to get a bit faster with, for um, in terms of like analysis and talking about what happens since a lot of these are just fights for the most part. Um, but the next episode does have some quite interesting things to talk about, uh, and we will definitely get to that. But for now, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. And have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.